Hello, and welcome back to episode number five. On this episode, we have a fantastic writer named Ledwin. He writes about his original character, Mitru, who is on a reconnaissance mission from his organization called the Clandestine, in which their home base is a fictional hamlet called Erudition. So, without further ado, this is Wildheart by Ledwin. The shadow moved quickly through the tree lines as he kept his gaze ahead towards the small encampment of tents a couple hundred yards off. Each step deliberate, he continued from tree to tree, every sense heightened. He had come across the tracks of the wolves after doing some light reconnaissance along the Gilnean Wall and shortly after found the break where they had slipped through. The rogue was certain that he'd discover the ones that had been seen past the wall and while he'd consider going back to Iridition to fetch someone else to come with him, he didn't want to lose the tracks in the light rain that had been falling for most of the day. Flickering his gaze back up towards the sky, he frowned. The sky was covered in gray clouds, ominous-looking ones that threatened to dump even more on him. Shades. Doesn't this place ever dry out? The thought ran through his head before he refocused himself onto the objective once more. As he neared closer, he made certain that he stayed upwind. There was no reason to get sloppy and he didn't need to be fighting off a bunch of wolves or running for his life. He was skilled with the twin daggers at his side, which were heavily enchanted, but unless he was going to be killed otherwise, he had no desire to draw them or use them. Mournraiser and its twin, Sorrowkiss, were both daggers that he'd come across early in his life, much by accident. The blades were powerful, to be sure, but required a price that he found uh, distasteful. The blades drank blood, though they weren't particular as to where they'd get it. If he couldn't draw the blood of his enemy, then the blades demanded the sacrifice of him to draw the magic forth. Stopping after he had been able to make out the conversation being had at the fire, he listened quietly, translating the rough common tongue in his head. The shadows themselves seemed to draw upon his form and mask him from sight, though he knew that he still had to be weary. There were plenty of mistakes that he could still make that might end his life. I, I don't know why we just don't push in further. Take what we want, you know? So far, they haven't been able to catch us. One of the men growled to the others. We've been stuck here for too damn long. Eh. Wildheart gave us specific orders. We aren't doing anything we weren't told to do. Another replied. Perhaps the leader of the group. The rogue thought to himself as he heard the first man's grunt, non-committedly, but not to offer up any argument against the statement. Well... What's the point of this? We could take the forest, even up past Amramil if we wanted, a woman stated, the brogue in her voice heavy. The rogue tilted his head, his gaze moving towards another tent where he assumed that she'd likely be sitting in front of. It didn't surprise him to know that the group was mixed. He wasn't even certain that they were part of the alliance at this point. He quickly counted the number of tents now that he could see each of them for where he hid. There was ten. It wasn't a large group, to be sure, but it might have proven large enough. 
especially if they were doubling up in the tents. Licking his lips, he took another glance around, making certain that there weren't any surprises coming up on him while he was focused on the conversation. It appeared clear, though. Listen, if you want to argue, then by all means, don't let me stop you. Fact is, all of you can, for all I care. See what it gets you, and see what he does to you. It was the second man's voice again, the leader of the group. Go ahead, go back to Kill Harbor. See where it gets the lot of you. Mitru's swift shade took only a moment longer before starting back along the path that he'd walked when he first approached the tents, stepping lightly over the carpet of the forest, each footfall as silent as the one before. He gnawed on his bottom lip, indecisive as to whether he wanted to send word back to other clandestines or whether he wanted to just head back down to the harbor. Time to head back to Iridition and give my report. His mind told him that he was capable enough that he would have no problem stealing down there and, with a little luck, ending this quickly. His gut, however, told him that there was more going on here and that such an end might only lead to another taking up his spot. In the end, he went with his gut. His natural instincts and inclination to feel out a situation had never been wrong before and he never liked overthinking things, he thought and then turned northwards as he slipped back through the trees. And that was a short story by Ledwin. You can find him at ledwinlemuriel.tumblr.com or you can find this short story at his other page, mitruswiftshade.tumblr.com. I highly recommend reading his work if you haven't. Uh, He is a wonderful writer and a fantastic creator. And finally, I thought we would try something new. At the end of each of our cast, I want to put up a song at the end, uh, perhaps to inspire those writing or wanting to tell stories of their own. So for the first closing song, I'd like to play something by Ross Bugden. The song is named Olympus. I'll place a link in the show notes below. So uh, thank you all for listening, and we look forward to seeing you again. Happy writing.